how this... Whoa, hey, hello everyone! Welcome to Prospects After Dark, I am Kyle Reese on this grainy-ass feed. Uh, my computer... Hold on, let me clear this off right here. Uh, that my computer screen is telling me. Uh, uh, P. Thriz says, let's go, hello, Victoria Dryden, how are you? So here's what we're doing on Prospects After Dark, a little bit different. As you know, uh, we are doing Prospects After Dark tonight on Twitter. Um, we are Twitter Live, our first time with Periscope Defunct. Hello, friggin' cards, how are you? Uh, you can follow us at the YouTube, the Birds on the Black YouTube page. Or you can subscribe to, uh, something or someone, or, uh, you can subscribe to Twitch, Kyle Reese 416 at Twitch. I don't know if this is working or how any of this works. We're going to see, uh, but I am happy that everyone is with us, uh, for a Friday. April 30th episode of Prospects After Dark. Uh, hello everyone, VH asks, VHS asks the most important question of it all, FMK, Andrew Miller, Hennessy Cabrera, and Tyler Webb. I thought for sure we'd get into the minor league assignments first, but it looks like we're going to be getting into the MFKs and uh, FMKs or MFKs or whatever, and honestly, that's what I would prefer. So how about this, uh, uh, if I have to fuck, marry, or kill Andrew Miller, Hennessy Cabrera, or Tyler Webb, uh, Tyler Webb is wifey material. There isn't a, a, a player on the Cardinals roster that's more perfect to be a man's wife uh, than Tyler Webb, uh, just like his dad, Mike Schilt. Then, unfortunately, after this week's uh, activities, you have to kill Hennessy's Cabrera. He'll get it back together. I'm not really worried about it. Uh, but Andrew Miller would be the one, I guess, at that point that you just bang for one glorious night. Hello uh, to Costa Rica from... Sir, Sir Messal underscore 26, hello. Uh, CDY Fry says, Pad is life. Welcome. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. So the way that we're doing this, just to give everybody a little heads up, is uh, I'm simulcasting through StreamYard. Uh, so that, that way it'll go out to the YouTube channel. It'll go out to the Birds on the Black, uh, Birds on the Black YouTube and then through uh, Twitch, uh, through Twitter Live. So get those questions coming. Let's get it going. Look, uh, I guess the most important news to talk about today is the assignments, uh, the Cardinals minor league assignments, right? Uh, big news there. Everybody was really excited about that. I know I was excited. I was hoping to find out as early as possible. I had every intention of, uh, of writing um, an article about it, but it just it did not come to pass. Uh, I might spend a little time tomorrow writing about some of these assignments, writing about my expectations for minor league baseball. Uh, but, you know, I, I've been so weird about uh, uh, writing that I don't know where that's going to go or if it'll happen, but uh, uh, shoots and then a bunch of Z's says John Heyman is a dweeb. Yeah, he had a weird week. That whole Hennessy Cabrera thing uh, was super weird. Let me reach for this and turn my TV off because you can see the reflection of MLB The Show in my glasses, I think, or something, or maybe the thing. I don't know, family. I don't know how this works. Uh, Ed Meyer asks, what's the most surprising assignment? You know, surprising is going to sound kind of weird, but one of the first ones, I was surprised that Andre Payante is starting the year at Springfield. I thought that was super aggressive. Um, I like that. I like that, and I think that this is going to become more common because there's only four affiliates, four full-season affiliates, and the two short-season affiliates have found their way out. I was excited to see uh, Mason Wynn and Jordan Walker starting at Palm Beach, which is now the new low-A affiliate, Peoria being the high-A affiliate. Uh, I was surprised by it, but you know what? It makes a lot of sense when you're thinking about it. It's going to be the new normal, right? This is what's going to happen in these situations, these circumstances. Um, so JT uh, uh, Vonderhaar says, this looks like a dark web version of the Periscope. It, it is. So I'm in my living room right now. 
I, I still don't know where to locate or relocate uh, uh, or or whatever. Obviously, it's a grainy ass uh, uh, thing going on here. Let me go grab another light real fast and see where that goes. Is that any better? Does that make it any lighter? It's just the things coming off my head. Uh, CDY Fry says, sorry, I got distracted by Helsley's thighs. Uh, let's see what's going on there. So uh, in the bottom of the uh, yeah, bottom of the ninth inning, the Cardinals are winning 7-3. Runner on first two outs. Uh, Eric Gonzalez is up. Uh, again, my stream is 100 minutes behind, so that game's probably over at this point. But, uh, yeah, to, uh, to Ed Meyer's question, the most surprising assignment, you know, those are a couple names that come to mind. I think a lot of people were surprised by Nolan Gorman. I think it's the right move to make, specifically because, uh, you know, he's going to get time at second and maybe some time out in the outfield while he's starting at third regularly. And it's hard enough to learn a new position uh, while you're at a level that you've never faced before. Uh, but asking him to do that at AAA would be a lot. Matthew Libertor and, of course, Zach Thompson will start at AAA. That's exciting. I love that. Uh, let's see. Does Memphis win the award for most starting pitchers in history? And isn't that a, and isn't that a great thing? I think that that will probably balance out here in just a little bit. Um but, but I don't know, you know, Peoria has 16 starting pitchers too, or 16 pitchers, not 16 starting pitchers. They do have a lot of guys who could be starting pitchers. Uh, and I'm anxious to see what happens at high A Peoria now with, with that rotation, with how those guys are used. But yeah, uh, a lot of pitching depth in the Cardinals organization. A lot of these guys, like we talked about Andre Payante, we talked about Griffin Roberts. Griffin Roberts only had half of a minor league season uh, really under his belt. Payante has a quarter of a minor league season. Ralston, a quarter of a minor league season. Connor Thomas, quarter of a minor league season. Ian Bedell has yet to play in the minors. Levi Prater has yet to play in the minors. Uh, so a lot of these pitchers we're going to be finding out about for the first time. And I think it's reasonable to uh, assume that some of these minor league pitchers are going to struggle just a little bit. Uh, or, let me rephrase that. I think that the minor league pitchers are going to be at an advantage here. Uh, easier, in my opinion, over to miss a minor league season and to pitch – uh, relative and to keep your pitching up, I guess. I don't know. I'm overthinking it. And I'm also, uh, I got a whole new format. I'm nervous for whatever reason that rarely ever happens, like this at least. Uh, so bear with me as I stumble upon myself. Also, I don't have the crazy amount of questions coming in. So I don't like, I'm not, I'm not as focused on that. And I'm, I'm trying my hardest to find my new balance because we're going to have a new balance. But I think pitching will be ahead of hitting at the beginning of, of minor league baseball. And I think that'll catch up in due time. Uh, so while a lot of these pitchers that are the depth in the Cardinals organization, as they start to get their footing, uh, hopefully there's a balance there with, with hitting. But I could be completely wrong about it all. Uh, oh, boy, I'm going to the squinting. Took the glasses off going squinting. Uh, it got better, but then you showed back up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, trust me. Look, if I really don't want to do prospects anymore. <laughs> I really don't want to do anything anymore. I feel like I'm bogging everybody down by – Taking part in prospects after dark, all I do is embarrass myself most of the time. But uh, yeah, sorry about that C70. I hope that you and Alan have a good recording session here now or later or whenever you do your next meet me of usual, which, which continues to be uh, uh, fantastic. A underscore Cravial 13 says predictions on the Cubs series at the end of May. Looking forward to the rivalry like usual. I think it'll be a rivalry like usual. Uh, the last place Chicago Cubs going up against the current first place St. Louis Cardinals as they put a bow tie on the win tonight. Um, yeah, I, I my thoughts are hopefully both of these teams continue or the Cubs get on to a solid foundation, a solid direction, and you're 
by the end of May, you're talking about two teams battling for first place. I want every Cardinals Club series, Cardinals Cup series to be as meaningful as possible. All right, so real fast, let me get to the drinks. I've got water. I need water already because, like I said, I'm nervous. Like, I've never done this before. Goddamn. Uh, oh, we also have uh, Maz Agave. Um, again, this is the one with uh, grapefruit. It's one of my favorites. I love the Maz Agave from Founders. Uh, barrel age kind of tastes like a bourbon-y key lime pie. And then we have uh, Four Roses Single Barrel, which is delicious and delightful. And that's in this amazing mug that you can get from Birds on the Black. And you should get the 16-ounce one. You're going to need all the liquid. Oh, so to all the Prospects After Dark people who decided to join us on our first non-Periscope version of Prospects After Dark on a Friday night at the end of April as we enter May, uh, we raise our glass. Welcome back to Prospects After Dark. A Drake man says, Kyle, what's up, bro? It's been a while, Drake. I am glad you're here. As you also say, love me some Andre Payante. Yeah, you know, I'm excited about Payante. I'm excited about Logan Gregg. I'm excited about all those starting pitchers, all those pitchers uh, from the 2019 draft class who only got a short season and then were, you know, just like everyone else didn't have a minor league season in 2020. I'm excited about the 2020 draft picks. Uh, LJ Jones, Alec Burleson, Levi Prater, Walker, Mason Wynn, uh, uh, Tink Hentz, who I don't believe was assigned anywhere, uh, whenever he gets going. I'm excited about uh, all of those guys. Uh, Ian Bedell. That, like, that's the most exciting thing for me. We're going to get to see these guys play affiliated baseball uh, for, the fir- for the first basically full season uh, thus far. I'm excited about that. You know, as Iowanek, our good friend Derek says, you, you surprised they released Denton but kept Plummer. Uh, I'm, I am surprised. Uh, I am surprised. The one thing I'll say is that Nick Plummer is more of the modern-day player than Bryce Denton is, so that makes a lot more sense. Uh, and, of course, the difference is Nick Plummer is a first-round draft pick and Bryce Denton wasn't. So I am surprised. I thought they'd stick around. I don't know that there are better outfielders uh, that deserve it. I- I'm excited about a kid like Matt Chamberlain. Uh, I forgot who I was. Maybe it was Trevor Huth uh, I was talking to about that. Uh, he's from like New Haven or something like that. He was an undrafted uh, a free agent from this past draft. I'm excited to see what he can do at uh, at Palm Beach, I believe. I know uh, Peoria. He's at Peoria. So that's, uh, you know, anyways, I, I'm just excited. It's going to be an exciting thing, and I don't know what to expect. I started writing an article this morning, and this does really give me a chance to talk a little bit more about uh, uh, non-chaotic topics. But I, I started writing an article this morning that I just didn't finish. And I was just kind of recapping people about the changes in the minor leagues, uh, specifically with Peoria becoming the high A, Palm Beach becoming the low A. I started writing about the changes at each league, how, you know, Memphis is going to, their big change there is going from uh, 15 square inch bases to 18 square inch bases. Uh, You know, double A having the all four infielder, you can only have four infielders and all four of them have to have their feet on the dirt. Um, I was writing about all the rule changes at at every level. And I was going to end that article by talking about just having tempered expectations because all of these guys miss affiliated baseball. Last time it was played was in September of 2019. So we need to keep our expectations in the proper zone there. Uh, and and I'm going to try. I'm going to try not to get too excited by success or too upset by failure. And I hope we can all do it. But I know it's going to be tough because I know we're all going to be pretty damn excited about it. Um, 
But uh, yeah, and that, that's all I was going to say is I was just going to write an article and hopefully we could have talked about that a little bit. But I, uh, I, I start writing things and I can't finish them because I'm a, I'm a twat, really. Uh, oh, boy, we got a bunch of questions. Uh, let's see. What would what would it take to see Gorman called up this year to the majors? I think you're still talking about like, I mean, it depends on how he's doing. Maybe Arenado getting hurt and being out for the year. Maybe uh, Tommy Edmond really struggling. Uh, maybe him getting really comfortable with uh, the outfield and another one of the outfielders struggling, struggling, something like that. Uh, but getting in a promotion to Memphis, he'll be at Memphis by the end of the year is my guess. Uh, JT Vonderhaar says, don't be nervous. You're doing terrible. It feels normal. I love it. Thank you, JT. Uh, Kathy Weber says, what's wrong with Goldie? Uh, I think it's just early season struggle. You know, it is funny. And again, early season struggle, small sample size. You can't really take anything of it, uh, from it rather. Um, God, I'm not drunk enough. Uh, you can't really take anything from it. Uh, but it seems like he's just kind of swinging on his heels to me. Edmonds talked about it a couple days ago, but it looks like he's coming around a little bit. He's just not coming around all the way. Uh, Cards Clone says, are you more excited for Nunez and Torres or Torres, uh, Malcolm Nunez or uh, uh, Jan Torres? I'm excited for both of them. I'm excited that they're both uh, uh, going to be at advanced A instead of low A. I think it's a hell of an assignment for the two of them, but I, I think they're going to be up to it. Uh, you might also be talking about Edwin Nunez, Edwin Nunez the fireballer. That'll be uh, starting at Palm Beach. Uh, I'm excited for all three of them. If I'm asked to be who, who am I more excited about? Well, I don't know what kind of shape Malcolm Nunez is in. You know, the shape, his shape has always been kind of an issue with him. Um, and uh, uh, I'm anxious to see. I would say I'm more anxious to see what kind of shape he's in, uh, if he can handle third base. And Jan Torres, if I had to pick one, one of the two that I'm more excited about just from a production and a development standpoint, it's it's John Torres. Uh, a Kennedy two two five says, which of the prospects we drafted last year was a two way player? That's Mason Wynn. Uh, Mason Wynn is the shortstop, right handed pitcher. Uh, can get it up into the high nineties. Has a pretty good breaking pitch and a pretty good changeup for being an eighteen year old two way player. Uh, he's listed as a uh, as an infielder for Palm Beach. He'll be a shortstop. And from what I understand, and I could be wrong about this, I'd love to be able to ask Randy Flores about this. Uh, but from what I understand, the plan is to keep him on a throwing program and still use him out of the bullpen if possible. Uh, but again, I, I I don't know for sure. Torts Illustrated says, I only come to watch you embarrass yourself. Most of the fun anyways. Good. I love it. Uh, Ain't Bragg says, nice. Ain't Bragg says, 4RSB. Uh, 4RSB, I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. BraxXX15 says, if you had to pick a second favorite team, who would it be and why? Look, I've mentioned it before. I, I love the Cal- like. I like the Rockies. I like the Mariners. Uh, I guess I kind of like teams that the Cardinals don't play a lot, so it would definitely not be another team in the Central. Uh, I appreciate the Cleveland Indians. I've always kind of liked the Cleveland Indians, but yeah, you know, the first two teams that I think about, like I, I really like I in root for the Colorado Rockies and the Seattle Mariners. Like I love Jerry Depoto. Sure, he does a lot of stuff that I'm sure infuriates uh, infuriates rather the fan base, but he's. You know, I, I like that he's aggressive. It makes uh, – and trades, even if some of the trades are bad, even if a lot of the trades are bad, it makes the offseason interesting to me. Uh, so, yeah, those are the two teams. And why? I mean, I really don't have a reason. I just like both of those teams. I've always liked both of those teams. I'm sure the Rockies have something to do with their color because you guys know I love that purple. Uh, Matt Stromer says, love this is on YouTube and I can watch on a 65-inch TV. Jesus Christ, Matt. Oh, my God. What a nightmare that is. If you're watching me on a 65-inch TV, uh, launch something through the TV and do it for me, please, so you don't have to stare at me. 
Uh, LT Belcher says, I feel like overreacting to Tyler O's good week. Who will come in second in MVP voting after him? Uh, um, it'll be Harrison Bader. How about that? How does that make you feel? Drake Mann says, Matt Chamberlain is fast as fuck. He's a super athlete, right? And a smart kid. Uh, that's that's good work. Hey, Alex, Storm Chaser. Oh, Alec, I love you. To, to Alec, to all the people that I uh, that I used to be in the Prospects After Dark chat with, I raise my glass. I love all of you. Ben Saruti, hello, Ben. To answer your question earlier, yes, I will come on conversations with Saruti with you and talk about the assignments and talk about the minor leagues. Probably better off to have somebody with a brain uh, control this because I, I'm off the reservation already and I've only been on for 16 minutes. Torts Illustrated says, most obscure cards prospect you are watching closely this year. You know, uh, hold on. Let me, I, I, got, I have to pull it up because there was a player that I wanted to keep an eye on. You know, one of my personal favorites. Where's he at? And I don't think he made a roster, <laughs> which is never a good sign. Shows you what I know because I'm a freaking moron. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Tyler Reichenborn was uh, a prospect that was a minor league free agent that the Cardinals signed that um, I really liked, an outfielder who had a lot of talent, but he wasn't assigned anywhere, and I've got to find out about that. You know, uh, looking at the list, I'm going to be really into Griffin Roberts and seeing where that goes. Jack Ralston, I can't wait to see. You know, Connor Thomas wasn't one of my favorite draft picks from 2019, but the Cardinals were aggressive and put him at double A. So that tells you probably what the Cardinals think of him, which is good. That's all good stuff. Uh, I'll be keeping an eye on him. One of my favorite prospects from the 2019 draft was right-handed pitcher Logan Gregg. Uh, came on the scene, pitched really well. He's a really interesting guy. I I'll probably be keeping an eye on that. Uh, uh, you guys know me. I like the obscure prospects more. So, um, uh, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, let's see. Conalangus. Hello, Conalangus. Uh, how are you, sir? It's great to have you here. Um, I, uh, I, I'm happy that you're here. Uh, uh, I'm happy uh, that everyone is here. Look, I... I, again, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is going to be uh, uh, a regular thing. Um, I think that uh, we'll try our hardest uh, to, to make it a regular thing, but I, I still don't know what to think about all of this. Uh, thoughts on Nick Raposo? Uh, looks to be a decent pickup with his potential. Yeah, uh, um, uh, Drake Van, all of those guys that the Cardinals signed as non-drafted free agents um, uh, have a chance but you know how I feel about this. Like, even uh, uh, Iverson, whatever the hell his name is, like, um, uh, I am I just want to see, like, they're all interesting guys. Uh, I just want to see, uh, you know, Nick uh, Tregillic Tra Iverson or whatever is. I'm, I'm butchering his name. Like, they're all interesting guys that I want to see. But I don't, like, even watching them and reading about them, big power here, big speed there. Like, I, I don't. I don't care about that. Like, I, I want to see it. So, again, I, I get their scouting reports. I get that people like him. But I haven't seen enough in-game action of, of any of those guys to really feel one way or the other. Um, again, any undrafted free agent that – they're all exciting in my opinion. But, again, I don't know enough about them. And if I, if I did, I don't think I'd really comment. I mean, you guys know how I am. I don't really like to comment until I've actually seen them with my own eyes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ryan, uh, my good friend from Comet, says, I think Bader would be a very tender lover. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, he seems like, a, you know, he's kind of like a little baby. Uh, and not in, like, the baby wham kind of way, but he's he's kind of like a soft little baby. Uh, I like your shape. I am a terrible shape. I've got a weird-shaped head and a weird-shaped body that's only getting rounder. 
Drake Mann says Burleson was somewhat of a two-way as well. Yeah, but the Cardinals, from what I understand, the Cardinals do not intend to use Alec Burleson as a pitcher. Um, I think he's going to be primarily outfield. I don't think they have much of an intent to use him at first, and he was a first baseman, uh, specifically with Team America, uh, Team America World Police, with Team USA. So, uh, yeah, look, I'm all about – I like I like dra- drafting Alec Burleson. You never know. Maybe you get some innings out of him and if his bat fizzles out. Uh, I'm hungry. What do I eat, Kyle? Uh, beer. Eat beer is your best bet. Um, oh, Jesus. Sorry. Th- so the, the stream yard questions kind of jump and jump and jump. So it's hard for me to keep track of them. Uh, Iowanex says, early thoughts on Williams, better or worse than you thought? Man, there are times when, I, I, I don't know, better or worse than I thought. You know, for a long time, I kept Justin Williams outside of, like, the top 15 in the Dirty 35 because I was worried about a swing. And when he shortened his swing, I thought, okay, I could see this becoming something. But the problem is he's in his own head at the plate. I will say that there are times when he shows his potential. He he shows better than I thought he could be. But he's also almost consistently been worse than I thought he could be. So I would say, uh, Derek, that he hasn't been – anywhere near where I thought he'd be. He's either been on the other, he's been on one side or the other of the spectrum, uh, whether it be overly good or overly bad. And uh, that's weird. And that seems to be the thing with all of these, you know, other than Tommy Edmond, really, uh, the Cardinal prospects who have made it to the majors in the last couple of years. We say outfield because, you know, they all, they've all pretty much been outfield prospects who have gotten the time. But uh, yeah, it's just a whole weird thing with, with him in particular. He's definitely in his own head, and you can see that. It's been nice to see him play. You know, we talked about when we wrote about him in the outfield. He's not super athletic. He runs kind of weird. He has a really great arm, uh, but he's going to do weird stuff out there that frustrates you, and we're seeing that. Uh, which player are you most excited to see from Ed Meyer? Uh, again, those 2019 pitchers, uh, Greg, Thomas, Payante, Ralston, uh, those are the guys that I can't wait to see. Bedell. Uh, Levi Prater to a lesser extent, like uh, John Torres and uh, Malcolm Nunez at Peoria. I'm really anxious to see how Avon Herrera does at double A. I'm anxious to see, you know, honestly, like Zach Thompson at triple A Griffin Robertson at double A. I don't really care about Libertor or Gorman. Like they don't really mean anything to me. I- I'm not excited about them one way or the other. I think Gorman's going to struggle more than people think. I think Libertor is going to struggle more than people think. I think Thompson probably struggles a little bit more than I think. I uh, try to figure that one out. But, uh, yeah, like, it, I would say that's what I'm most excited about, along with Mason Wynn, how he's used for Palm Beach, how much bullpen time he's getting or pitching time he's getting, uh, and how quickly Jordan Walker adapts. Like, you know, people question Jordan Walker's swing. I want to see how often Jordan Walker's playing thirst, third or first. I want to see if he's playing in the outfield at all. But people talked about that big swing, that big hole in Jordan Walker's swing, and I've heard nothing but positives about how he's adapted. So hopefully we're getting positive reports about 18-year-old Jordan Walker uh, here in two weeks or whatever. Did Trey Fletcher from Cards Clones get assigned anywhere? No, he did not get assigned anywhere. Uh, I was hoping to talk to somebody about that. Uh, I haven't heard anything just yet. But, you know, there are a couple guys who, uh, like, again, Tink Hentz wasn't assigned anywhere. At least I think Tink Hentz. Let me pull it up real fast. I do have it on the ready because I didn't really uh, uh, look it up. Uh, yeah, Markevi and Hentz was not uh, assigned anywhere. Uh, so Hentz wasn't assigned anywhere. Uh, Trey Fletcher wasn't assigned anywhere. And I remind everybody, too, that, you know, the GCL is still going to be a thing. That's the only short season affiliate of the St. Louis Cardinals now. Uh, so 
you know, don't expect, don't be surprised if he sits around just a little bit, continues to get um, seasoning and uh, uh, training at at Palm Beach, of course, because that's where the, the spring training facility is. And he might find his way in and out of some games here and there. But remember, we, we talked about it over and over and over again. Trajan Fletcher is super, super raw. Now, I could be overstepping here. Uh, he could end up being hurt or dealing with a personal matter or a family matter. I don't really know. Um, and that might be what's why he's not on a roster somewhere. Again, questions I hope I get the chance to ask for you guys and for myself. <laughs> CDY Fry says, I wish the cards could hit as well as you lay asphalt. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. You know, I haven't done concrete in two years because of how shorthanded we've been at the county. Uh, I, and it's been mostly asphalt and little odd jobs here and there. I did asphalt for like my first eight years at the county uh, and then seven years of, of, well, I guess six years of asphalt, seven years of concrete, now two years of asphalt. So, man, I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh, Jay Linhart Fox says, any potential draft prospects in the Cardinals range you have your eye on? No, again, I'm sorry, Jay Linhart. My hope is that once we get the minor league season going, I can start diving a little bit deeper into the draft. Uh, go to Prospects Live. They've been putting out mocks. They've been putting out their top 450 draft prospects. Keep an eye on that. Uh, Baseball America, subscribe to that uh, so you can get as much uh, uh, as much information as possible. Any information I give you or any type of speculation that I give you uh, is definitely just based on what they're telling you anyways. Jimmy Fleming 50 says, you know how I feel about Irving Lopez. Yeah, look, we love Irving Lopez. Irving Lopez is another one of those guys who has a weird chance to maybe even make a major league debut at some point. He's mostly just a second baseman, but I, he's athletic enough that he could get a little time somewhere else. He's a slappy kind of hitter that's kind of fun and impressive and, and plays with a ton of energy. I love Irving Lopez. Uh, another guy you guys know I love is Brendan Donovan. You know, Brendan Donovan is going to start the year at Springfield, and that I'm, I want to see him get as many – or no, at, uh, at, Palm, or at Peoria, rather – and I want to see him get as many at-bats as possible. I uh, Personally, I would like to see Brendan Donovan on the fast track to Memphis. I, I think Nick Dunn going to Springfield is a joke because Nick Dunn is terrible. Um, not Again, not to beat up Nick Dunn. I'm sure they're going to use him as utility player. It's the difference between utility players and uh, uh, getting regular at-bats. But, uh, yeah, like, I like Irving Lopez, but Brendan Donovan is really what I want to see, and I'm a little disappointed they assigned him to Peoria because he should be starting every day for Springfield, in my my opinion. VHS uh, says, Terry Fuller season. It'd be really cool if over the last year and a half of, of no affiliated baseball, Terry Fuller started putting it all together and was a complete masher uh, for Palm Beach, low A Palm Beach. Hold on, i got to get a drink. And had cleaned up some of those ball tracking troubles in right field for State College and was just a monster hitting bombs out of Roger Dean. Man, uh, I think that that would, uh, would get everybody fired up. Uh, uh, Derek asks, who is Grant Black at Springfield? Black is one of those, um, I think, Juco guys. Juco, no, uh, he was an independent pitcher, right? Grant Black was an independent pitcher that the Cardinals signed that can throw a bunch of cheese but has command issues. Is that right? I could very well be wrong about that. Look, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of reacclimation I'm going to have to do. I'm embarrassed, but hopefully here in a couple weeks I can actually answer these questions and not sound like a complete fucking asshole. IwinX says, Roberts, a starter or bullpen? Any idea? I do not I do not know just yet. You know, you look at that starting – you look at Springfield, and you have to think, Payante is going to start. Uh, uh, yeah, I would think, I would think Payante – 
Sejas, Thomas, Walsh, and Roberts now. Uh, and again, I hope that he gets a chance to start. Um, sure, Griffin Roberts' ultimate destination is probably in the bullpen, but uh, I hope he gets a chance to start. Cuddlingus says, Kyle, can you explain what you meant by all of this? Am I missing something? I don't even remember saying all of this. So, yes, you're missing something. But the good news is I'm missing it, too. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you'll have to help me elaborate. Help, help me help you elaborate. Uh, CDY Fry says, tell me that Libertor is the second coming of Zito. Uh, I'm not going to be able to do that for you. Look, I love that curveball. He's worked with a lot of, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been on the forefront of using technology to help shape his pitches, to help shape his mechanics. Uh, I think he's going to be a very, very valuable piece. I think he's still putting it all together, which is a huge, you know, positive. He's still very young. He still has a... a a lot to work on. But to say, you know, he's going to be the second coming of Zito, I think is a bit of a reach. I, again, I like Zach Thompson way more than I like Matthew Libertor. And again, we're talking about a year and a half of Miss Minor League Baseball. So I, I'm judging my thoughts based on the last I saw them pitch, perf- you know, uh, uh, competitively. And uh, yeah, look, I, hopefully he's ready to go. Hopefully he can be a top end starter. But I just don't know. I don't know about any of these guys. Look, even as close to a professional hitter at, or a sure thing as Nolan Gorman might be or Matthew Libertor or Zach Thompson or as much of a wild card as someone like Terry Fuller might be. Uh, I don't know. None of us know. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see. I do think that the you know the Cardinals have really embraced analytics. And from what I understand, specifically when it comes to assignments, uh, and like, I think that you might have an idea based on where some of these guys are assigned as to how they, how they look at least right now, uh, in, you know, during minor league spring training. But, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if that means that they're ahead or they're behind, uh, you know, the rest of minor league baseball players. I, 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 all of that's just a ramble to say, I don't know what the hell to think about any of this. I'm just excited for minor league baseball and, and seeing, and seeing it for the first time in 20 months, 19 months, 18 months, something like that. Uh, thoughts on, uh, a Kennedy two two five says thoughts on Trajan Fletcher. My thoughts are that he's very raw. Uh, my thoughts are I can't wait to find out the reasoning behind him not being assigned anywhere. My thoughts are hopefully uh, it's just a little minor, not setback, but hopefully it's just a minor thing that uh, you know eventually finds him in the Palm Beach outfield sooner rather than later. A K R E H B I E L thirteen. A A Creeble says best seat recommendation at Bush. Look, I love the bleachers. I will always recommend the bleachers. I love the green seats if you can afford it. Uh, you should definitely take advantage of that. Uh, and really, other than that, just find a shady spot. Look to see if you can be under covering. Uh, and that's that's your best bet. Um, <laughs> Farmer Vala says, I would love to see Jacob Schlesner uh, pitch to John Heyman. I think a lot of Cardinal fans would. Uh, uh, I'd like to see. I bet Hennessy Cabrera would like to see that too. Jimmy Fleming 50 says, love that Springfield infield. Uh, you know how I feel about Irving Lopez with Delvin and Gorman. That look, Springfield's going to be the most fun. Uh, you have to think that Springfield is going to be Luke and Baker at first, Nolan Gorman at third, playing second a little bit, uh, Delvin Perez at short. Uh, my question is, what happens with Juan Yepes? Now he'll get some DH time, of course. Hopefully, he'll get some outfield time as well. The, the outfielders there are Pinder, Plummer, Turner, and Vinsky. So that tells me that Gorman's going to get some time out in the outfield. It tells me that Yepes is going to get some time out in the outfield. And uh, I'm excited about it, too. And uh, Irving Lopez is just a fun cat. Again, I, to me, Nick Nick Dunn, 
give or take. Like, I was never really a big fan, which means he's probably going to have a really great year this year. Uh, probably just a really great utility piece. But, uh, yeah, look, that it's going to be fun. Baker, Gorman, uh, and Delvin Perez. A lot of questions there and a lot of fun stuff to keep an eye on. Cards Gift says, Pad is therapy. Uh, it's exhausting, brother. Uh, what's up, Cards Gifts? You're the best. To my good friend, Cards Gifts, who uh, just three hours ago, I was telling, no, dude, I'm not doing Pad. To you, sir, I'm doing Pad. Feels so good being back on Pad, says Jimmy Fleming. Uh, it's good to have you. Uh, it's good to have you, Spaghetti Jones. It's good to have you, Cunnilingus. It's good to have everyone here. Uh, 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 here we go, Pad. Here we go. Bring that energy. That relentless energy. Mark Melanson, I love that. It's my favorite thing. Uh, Jeff Niehaus did that. Quinn does it better than anyone. Pretty great sense. Uh, Stu Stiles says, any idea on where Tink Hens is? Probably being held back is my guess. You know, there's some guys that we're not even talking about that are being held back at the uh, spring training facility for whatever reason. Uh, and I don't think there's anything wrong with being a little bit more cautious about maybe Markevian Hens uh, or, or Trajan Fletcher. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, you just brought it up. Never mind. So to keep everybody, give everybody uh, an idea of what's going on. On the StreamYard app, it tells me, uh, Stu Styles said at 917, Welp, you just brought it up, LOL. That's the most recent comment I've gotten to. It's 926 right now. So I'm about 10 minutes behind. Uh, I still intend on getting to every comment on Prospects After Dark that I can. Uh, so keep them coming. Uh, Spaghetti Jones says, tonight feels like a night that the shirt is coming off. You know, it's a hot, it wasn't hot in my apartment until I started running my dumb mouth and gyrating like a fucking asshole. Uh, and now I'm hot. So there's a, it's probably not going to stay on. No, as a matter of fact, now that you brought it up, I really want to take it off. Uh, it makes me want to put my air conditioning on. Uh, and by air conditioning, I mean this sweet ass shirt right on off. Uh, Steel Ulrich says, Kyle, hello, Steel. How are you, bud? I, I hope the wife is well. I hope the daughter's well. Uh, to steal, to all my pad people, again, to the pad chat, guys, uh, I still love you. I don't think I didn't. Uh, I just would prefer to not be uh, a part of groups or society. <laughs> and that's all that that's about. I love each and every one of you. Mm. Tom McCoy, what's up, 42 McCoy? How are you, friend? I feel like I haven't talked to you in quite some time. I hope that you were doing well. Uh, let's see. Uh, where were you? Uh, nothing wrong with a little herb. Yeah, <laughs> herb, herb, or herb. Uh, Jimmy Fulling says, Nick Pummer in that Fuller conversation. It would be really cool. Look, I am I am pulling for Nick Plummer. Man, it'd be really cool if somehow that guy just put it together and made a Scott Hurst-type Major League debut. Like, I'd be happy with that. Uh, it'd be a really cool thing, too. You know, I, I, I'm pulling for Nick Plummer. VHS says, send Kyle down. He's not confident enough to be doing Pat at this point. I know how bad am I tonight. I, I don't again. I don't know why I'm I'm nervous. Uh, things are different. I'm not used to the pace. I have a whole different computer setup. I'm not talking into my phone. I'm talking into my computer. Uh, I I'm just off tonight. It's gonna take me a little time to get used to this, and I didn't expect that. Uh, I expected hectic chaos, and it's been a little bit more low key. So uh, again, I apologize for that, and I promise if you stick with us on Prospects After Dark. We'll, uh, we'll get our footing underneath us. Uh, we'll find our foundation. But right now, it's a little weird. And again, I just appreciate you guys being in here. Uh, have a drink with me. Again, I'm going to take a drink at this Mazagave. I'm going to drink it to you pad people because you're awesome. I'm going to drink it to a Cardinals victory tonight. John Gant pitches weird all the time, but it's effective right now. So 
that's good. Uh, Andrew Kizzier catches okay, but sometimes it's weird. Uh, and that sums up the 2019 through 2021 Cardinals so far. Not to single those guys out. They were just the first ones that came to my mind. Uh, and uh, more importantly, Tyler O'Neill keeps breaking uh, as I take my glasses off. Uh, and Meyer says Baker up to 280. You mean down to 280? Because that guy was like 743 pounds. Seven, or 10 foot 7, 740 pounds or something like that. Uh, Alan Seedley. Hello, Alan, Mr. Seedley. Uh, how are you? It says, uh, you love kids. I do. Look, I, uh, I, I love all of these. I love being critical. How about that? I love supporting the underdog, and I love being critical of the people that put themselves on uh, uh, in front of everyone else. I'm critical of myself pr- pretty hard, as you guys know. Uh, I've been very critical of the broadcast lately, uh, and this is kind of where Kiz comes in. It's like I've been around long enough, and Yachty has earned this. This is nothing against Yachty. I don't mean this uh, to, to disparage Yachty in any way, but remember, like, in that Carlos Martinez start, had it been Yachty who went out and come Carlos Martinez down, it would have been a whole thing. You know, uh, that's all the broadcast would have talked about. That You can't get this from anyone else. Only Yachty provides this. And he does. He's elite like that. It's just funny how, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's funny how a narrative drives opinions, right? Especially when we're also passionate about Cardinals baseball. Uh, but then Kiz does something like that, and it's not even brought up. You know, Kiz has a lot to work on still. We saw it again tonight. Uh, and, again, it's hard to judge him when – you know, this is only his fourth game in a row or third game in a row after basically sitting on a bench for two years. Uh, but it's there are positives in there. There are good things. And it's almost like the good things don't matter sometimes. But, yeah, look, I'm pulling for Andrew Kisner to at least make a name for himself. And maybe he can buy himself a starting job somewhere else, uh, somewhere down the line. Because, look, we all know unless Yachty can't play anymore, he's going to play again soon. Uh, Derek says, would you like to see Gantt stay in the rotation or back to the bullpen? I would like for Miles Michaelis to be good enough that it warrants putting Gant back in the bullpen, but uh, we'll see where that all goes. I, I could almost envision a scenario in which Miles Michaelis is a really good bullpen piece. I want to see more of John Gant from his last start, not John Gant from his other starts, uh, but if he's not capable of that, then definitely back in the bullpen. Torts Illustrated says, trade targets, you'd like to see the Cardinals explore this offseason. Uh, uh, did you say offseason? This season. You know, uh, Brian Hoffman, the producer for... Frank Cusimano's show on 590 brought up Mitch Hanniger. Uh, our good friend Todd Thiessen brought up Mitch Hammer- Hanniger nonstop. Hanniger is one of those guys I would love. Trey Mancini, who has only played first base in DH after dealing with cancer for the Baltimore Orioles, he's a guy I would love for the Cardinals to trade for if he's healthy enough to play an outfield spot. Uh, I mentioned uh, in a tweet earlier that even if it's only in a part-time role, I'd love to have Andrew McCutcheon on this team if the Phillies falter. Um, everybody says Starling Marte, but the Marlins are good. I don't see Starling, not good, but the, the Marlins don't seem like they're going to be in a position necessarily to trade Starling Marte, at least not right at this moment. We'll see how things look in a month. We all know how quickly things can change. And those are just a couple names that come to my mind. Uh, it says nothing of pitching that the Cardinals might need as well. Iowa Nexus Lighter, a rocker, if you had to, st- if you had time to study them. So, you know, the thing about all of those top line guys, right, is that there's enough of them out there that you can, uh, like, you're, you don't have to study them. You can just see them because they're out there. You know, it's the guys at the back of the first round that, you know, and past the back of the first round into the 20th round that you just 
I don't feel comfortable really commenting on. Look, right now, if you had to pick one of the two, it's lighter, and I don't think it's close. Uh, our good friend uh, Mason McRae was on this last year. He deserves a ton of credit for that. Uh, but I look, Jack Leiter is on a different level right now, and it'd be hard for me to pass him up, even with my love of Kumar Rocker. Uh, CDY Fry says, Pat has an energy in it tonight. Must have been the Dunkaroos. I love Dunkaroos. I saw them at a gas station at a quick trip here on Sulphur Springs in Big Bend today uh, when I was taking lunch, and I could not believe it. I had to eat them. I cleaned that little frosting sauce out with my fingers and licked it like God intended. And, uh, boy, that was the happiest moment of my day. Uh, just a delicious, delicious, sugary delight. Uh, disgustingly delicious, sugary delight. Um, uh, B, B. Padaddy says, uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up to you. Uh, Alan Seedley says, I will keep coming. I'll keep coming and coming and coming. Please let me make you come. Torts Illustrated says, Kyle, gyrating sounds very hot. It's very, very alarming uh, and basically has only made people throw up and cry. Three Run Jack says, I'm anticipating a stellar minor league showing from Delvin. He looked jacked in spring training. He definitely looked bigger in spring training. I might not go so far as to say he looked jacked in spring training, uh, but he looked like he was in great shape for maybe the first, like, adult shape for the first time in his life. That's all very good. You know, uh, I, stellar is a good way to put it. You know, what you're looking for out of Delvin is continued base running, continued defense, and offensive production that's approaching 100 WRC plus at double A. That'd be huge. Remember, he hasn't played above Peoria low A back when Peoria was low A and now Peoria's high A. So this is a big jump for him. This is asking a lot of him. This is saying, look, we were impressed by the work you did over the last, you know, 12 to 18 months. And this is us rewarding you. Now, do it for yourself. And I think that'd be an amazing thing. Look, the Cardinals are weak on prospects who can play shortstop, uh, specifically with Mateo Gill being sent off to Colorado. And it would mean a lot if Delvin Perez could take the reins uh, and be a potential, even if it's a utility type, uh, shortstop for the Major League Club at some point in the next two years. Han Swolo says, I'm seeing the Springfield cards in a couple weeks. Who are some guys to watch? Man, all of them. Look, uh, you know, you might get lucky. You might get uh, a start of Andre Payante or Griffin Roberts, Alvaro Sejas. See what kind of uh, what kind of shape Sejas put himself in. Uh, you know, Avon Herrera and Nolan Gorman are the two headliners there. Everybody knows. But don't forget, Julio Rodriguez is there. You guys know I love Julio Rodriguez. Uh, catcher, backup probably to Avon Herrera. Uh, infielders, you, you know, you have, uh, we talked about Gorman, but you have Luke and Baker and Delvin and Juan Yepes, who will probably get some time out in the outfield. Uh, Justin Turner, to me, although the Cardinals love David Vinsky, I'm sure. And, you know, we'll see what happens with Nick Plummer. But Justin Turner's hit tool is going to be exciting and his reckless abandon out in the outfield. Uh, so those are the guys that you key in on. Uh, and remember that in a couple of weeks, these minor league rosters could really, really change, uh, specifically with the amount of uh, – turnover and change that the major league club has had uh 42 mccoy says thanks i've been catching up on pad podcast form recently glad to see the big guy live tonight i'm glad you're here bud i'm glad you're here drew marizio says you're amazing as always to you drew i raise my glass again to tom mccoy all the people who haven't been to prospects after dark in a long time i raise my glass to you uh look we'll get this thing together i promise <laughs> don't beat yourself up boy i wish i could 
I, I wish I could go without beating myself up. Uh, cutting back on alcohol recently, but Bud Light tonight. Hey, that's good. Enjoy a Bud Light. Look, uh, just because I drink like an asshole and I am encouraging you to drink like an asshole doesn't mean you need to drink like an asshole. Just have some beers. Enjoy yourself. Uh, and, and if that's not your thing, drink some water. Drink some Pepsi. Drink some Diet Coke. Drink some hot tea. Look, you guys know I love that hot tea. Drink some coffee. Victoria has to drink coffee sometimes because she's working late. So, uh, yeah, just enjoy yourself. Look, Pat is about coming here and talking about the Cardinals, the farm system, about obscure topics and uh, having fun. So good for you, Tom McCoy. I wish I could uh, cut back on booze. I've been ramping it up these last couple of weeks. I don't know what's – I've been in a weird spot lately. I don't know what's going on with me. Hopefully I can get a weekend to rebound and get better. Roy McAvoy says, so who do I need to not shit focus on at Memphis Redbirds game? Who do I need to n- no shit focus on? On who do I need to, to focus on? I guess I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Note when you say so. Who do I need to no shit focus on at Memphis games this year? Like it just depends. The pitching is really the the headliner there. It's interesting to me that they only have four infielders there. You know, Raider Ascanio, Evan Mendoza, Max Moroff, and Kramer Robertson. Uh, you know, the one guy in all of this. You know, somebody asked me a little while ago who was the most interesting assignment, and I completely forgot about him. But Dennis Ortega getting the AAA uh, assignment is really, really cool and really, really interesting. I'm anxious to see how much that has to do with Yachty being hurt. You know, if Tyler Heineman uh, goes from being on the taxi squad to, uh, you know, going to Memphis and then Ortega goes down or Aaron Antonini, who will probably go down. Like, um, I'm, I'm just really anxious. It's, it's cool. Keep an eye on Dennis Ortega. Hopefully he's the everyday catcher there. That's what I'd like to see. I know people are high on Aaron Antonini. Not really my thing. Uh, and then, of course, you know, everybody saw Scott Hurst a little bit. I know that Counter Capel has that big left-handed bat with power. Everybody talks about Lars Newtbar. But, you know, to me, the headliner in Memphis is all the pitching. Uh, cheers to Kyle from CDY Fry says, and cheers to the beautiful people at Birds on the Black. I agree. I'm so lucky to have the bird, be a part of the Birds on the Black community. Alan Seedley says, I love you. I love you, Alan. Uh, Landoa42 says, just see that Langford jersey on the wall. That'll, of course, be the next thing that we put up. Langford jersey will find a spot. Uh, P. Thriz says, that pep talk from Gifts must have gone good. Cheers to you. No, he didn't say anything. I just said a bunch of stuff and then started feeling guilty. Uh, and I say say a bunch of stuff. It was just like me saying I can't motivate myself to do it. And then I felt guilty. And then guilt's really my only motivator these days. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so I decided to do Pat. I decided to set up StreamYard and see where it went. I uh, haven't heard much about... Oh, wait. Hold on. God, I got to get used to how this works. Haniger, yep. Haven't heard much about Carson excelling recently on the broadcast. Yeah, the broadcast isn't going to say anything about... Like, they don't talk about Randy. They don't talk about any of the prospects uh, unless the Cardinals are playing them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wolf, Wolf Dirchholt says, Laugh my ass off. Haniger just home run. Uh, that would be, I'm glad, good. To Mitch Hanniger, I raise my glass. The future Cardinals player, Mitch Hanniger. Move Carson, uh, Carlson back to center. Uh, if Bader struggles, move Carlson back to center, put Hanniger out and right. Or I'm about that. That works for me. Uh, uh, Dennis says, by the time Kyle has seen this, I will have pooped. You're welcome for helping your ball movements. Uh, another one of Pad's long-time mottos is, Pad, we're here to help your bowel movements. Uh, it's the, the the way that my voice vibrates off of your toilet seat. 
It's the way my voice vibrates off of your colon. Alan Seedley, uh, yep, <laughs> Dennis is the, Dennis is the best. Uh, do you think Kisner is a great trade piece with Herrera and the Miners? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, look, uh, I think a lot of people are going to see Andrew Kisner, and a lot of teams are going to be really impressed, or at least minorly impressed with what he has and want to trade for him. Uh, so, yeah, look, he's he's always been a really great trade piece. I just wonder what the Cardinals will do now and how they'll handle it, especially if he has continued success. Halen Seedley says, uh, love seeing Carp make an impact. Uh, and P. Thriz says, Matt Carpenter's season. Yeah, how great uh, is that, honestly? Uh, two games two games in a row, right, where Matt Carpenter has big home runs. Uh, without that Carpenter home run today, that game might – I mean, has a better chance of getting out of hand than it did. Uh, just a big, big clutch home run. Again, yesterday's was aided by Roman Quinn's glove. But, man, you have to root for Carp. You have to. He's just – he's always done everything for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's always been fan base first, Cardinals first. And rooting against him, it just does not make any sense to me. Now, it's, of course, if he's bad, you want to say, look, he's bad. Let's get some relief. But as I tweeted out earlier, I think it's going to do him well to get rest, to maybe play lefty-righty matchup, to maybe play, you know, uh, career-verse matchups. The Cardinals, I think it's safe to say, specifically because of how that bench is, the Cardinals need Matt Carpenter to be impactful. They don't need him. I mean, again, people are going to say $18 million. You need him to be performing a starter, a, 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 an impactful starter. But the Cardinals don't need that. They're looks like they're getting that from Tommy Edmond. So what you need out of Matt Carpenter is just an impact bat off the bench. And if he continues to provide that like he has over the last couple of games, if some of that bad luck he hits continues to find good luck, uh, to become good luck, then the Cardinals are in good shape. They need that out of him. Sp uh, Spaghetti Jones says, let's go back in time. If you had to pick between Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, or Kent Bottenfield, well, you marry Kent Bottenfield because he's bigger. Uh, you fuck Randy Johnson because he's going to fuck you with that. Bit. You, know, Randy, you know Randy Johnson had a big old dick. And Greg Maddox, uh, you'd have to kill, unfortunately. Now, if this is about if I had to pick which one to pitch, it would be Randy Johnson. Uh, Royals have the best record in baseball from Derek. It's a wild, wild, wild world we live in. It feels like the 2015 St. Louis Cardinals that had the best record in baseball and then lost to the Cubs and then were terrible. Um, no, I, let's not get that far ahead. We still have 140 games to get through or whatever. Roy McAvoy says, I'm pissed. Gorman didn't make the Memphis roster. I'm not. It's the right thing, but I get why my Memphis <laughs> I get why my Memphis people <laughs> would be upset that he's not there. He'll be there soon enough. Shake it off. Uh, <laughs> Dan says, my good friend Dan Sarhu. Dan, welcome to Prospects After Dark. I'm glad you're here. Says uh, this bottle of beer uh, from Founders, this Mazagave, is water, and we all know it. Uh, it is not, sir. And, you know, my buddy Dan has great taste in beer. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's had this. This isn't really his style. Uh, Dan's actually the one who got me on Dogfish Head all those years ago. Uh, Dan's also the man who I am forever in debt to on so many different uh, levels. I was telling some of the guys at work about uh, moving you and Marianne to Washington, D.C. today. Uh, and uh, But anyways, Dan, thank you for everything you've ever done for me. Thank you for being in here. Uh, and please be continue to be in here to continuously ridicule me for everything that I do. Uh, even though you don't do that, but I need you to do it because I'm the worst and you're the best. And I love you, Dan. You're the best.
I've known Dan a long time, and I've, <laughs> boy, one of my favorite people I've ever met. I one of the I I probably had one of my most ignorant moments in my life to my my friend Dan, who again I can I I think about on a semi daily guilt driven basis now. Uh, but Dan let me off the hook on some of the most important, like some of the, the most disgusting things a human being can do to another human being. Uh, and I, I'll forever love Dan uh, for it and for everything that Dan and his amazing family have ever done for me. Not to get all sentimental or anything, but I just, I love Dan Sar. And now since we're going a little slower, we can have these moments. Uh, so that's cool. But Dan, I love you. I hope everybody's doing well, bud. Uh, Stu Style says, what are you seeing with Alex Reyes walking a lot, but still escaping innings? That's what happens when you have incredible stuff, but have crappy command. This is, uh, remember, this is the pattern with uh, post-Tommy John surgery Alex Reyes, right? We saw this last year. Everybody would be like, man, he's really good. That stuff is really good, but he struggles with command. There are times still where he's getting, where he's fooling umpires, and that definitely doesn't help, but uh, it just be something that, like, he needs to continue. <laughs> he needs to continue to, uh, to refine his command maybe feel more comfortable in his role. Uh, but he just, to me, he, I mean, it's easy to point out mechanical flaws. It seems like he's opening that front shoulder a little bit, uh, the left shoulder and getting on top with his right. But I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I'm not a pitching coach. I just think he needs to get more comfortable, relax, breathe a little bit and have confidence in himself and it'll be fine. Uh, I'd like to see him use his fastball lower in the zone. I know that that doesn't work with the big breaking pitch, but I want to see him use his fastball lower in the zone. I think that that would benefit him. Uh, let's see. 42 McCoy says, I'm a real sucker for Juan Yepes and Kramer Robertson. Is that a character flaw? For Kramer Robertson it is, but not for Juan Yepes. No, I'm a sucker for Juan Yepes. I love Juan Yepes. You know, once he uh, got his degree and could dedicate the rest of his time to baseball, he got bigger and stronger, and that's going to be an interesting an interesting sleeper name to watch in the Cardinal system. He made some he made some noise in 2019 before the 2020 season got taken away, and he, I hope he gets a chance to to make some type of impact. Uh, he's a he's a really awesome kid from a really awesome family, and I just I hope that uh, look you. I guess what I'm saying is you are not a sucker uh, uh, for for being soft uh, on Juan Yepes. I am too. Dan Sar says Catholic school represent. That's where all the guilt comes from. Dan, uh, you're the best man. Iwanek, thoughts on Kramer's mom leaving Baylor for LSU? I don't have any thoughts at all. Uh, she's a controversial character, right? She said some shit about masks a couple years ago, or a, a year ago or whatever, and looked like a complete asshole. Drew Langley says, not going to lie, I am convinced Lane Thomas was going to be a thing. Future for the L train. Yes, there's still a future for the L train. Look, I think both Justin Williams and Lane Thomas will benefit greatly from having a minor league season. I think that's, you know, specifically you're coming off of a 60-game season where if you look bad, you had nowhere to go but down. You didn't have a chance to level back up and be on a, pl a plateau, to be moving towards a plateau of a mountain, uh, of mountain of success, uh, before finding your way back to the majors. It was just failure and failure and failure and failure and failure. And that's where we've been at up until this point, too. But I think that we're going to see like those guys rebound a little bit at Memphis, let them get their feet underneath them, and then maybe that'll catapult them to major league success. Dan Sar says, La Russa is killing it as Cardinals manager. He definitely is, Dan. Thank you. IONX says, will Rondon start in Memphis? Well, you know, just like with Heineman right now and uh, 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 Ali Sanchez, he's on the taxi squad. 
But if he's not on the taxi squad, he'll be at Memphis. But yeah, he's on the taxi squad, so that's a whole different a whole different world. Rumsfield seventy eight says, "Yo, I've got opening night tickets in Peoria. Man crush Leandro Leonardo Leandro Cedeno is back. Yeah, he looks like more of a utility player. Uh, one of the worst defensive outfielders I've ever seen. He is the kid that we uh, we uh, designated to you on Prospect Matchmaker Rumsfeld, I believe, or Rumsfield, I believe. I can't remember at this point. It's been so long ago." Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, it's all uh, – I'm excited about him, too. Another kid who maybe this – just like with Terry Fuller, who maybe with this break, this 12- to 18-month break or however long, had a chance to really refine his skills and and get back to uh, – and get to be the best baseball player he possibly could be while not having anything else to distract him. Uh, T. Barron says, Drew, I was going to say the same about Lane. Never thought Williams-Dean would be better. Yeah, I, I I feel the same way. Nolan is not ready for Triple A from Rumsfield. I agree with you. Uh, Dan Sars, my good friend Dan, is drinking Founders Porter. I love that Founders Porter. I almost picked some up. Uh, Drew, oh, let's see. Founders Porter. Uh, favorite non-Cardinal TV guy. I'm a big fan of Jason Benintendi of the White Sox. Look, I love Bob Carpenter, uh, the former uh, voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, who's with the Nationals. Uh, that entire Mets broadcast is really good. Jason Benintendi for the White Sox is very good. Um, I'll, I'll I'll keep updating my list and hope for the best. Uh, Joe Whitener says, are the Pirates announcers the worst or not? No, they're the worst. Uh, of all the ones that have listened to the Pirates announcers are the worst. It's not even close. I feel so you have to feel sorry for Pirates fans. You know, they, they only they've only had a couple good seasons over the last couple years. Their iconic player of my lifetime, both Barry Bonds and Andrew McCutcheon aren't there anymore. They've traded away. They've made nothing but bad trades. They're never good. Their announcers are bad. Their minor league system isn't good. The guys that they have are good, and then they can trade them off when before they can get great. Uh, it's, it's just bad. Yeah, I feel sorry for Pirates fans. To Pirates fans, I raise my glass of Four Roses single barrel uh, to poor Pirates fans who need to drink as much as much booze and booty to get through their ship raiding. Roy McAvoy says, Matthew Libertor, are you sold? What's his ceiling and floor? Look, I was never a good good at the ceiling floor. Again, I, I have a whole thing where I just don't think that a player has the potential to reach their ceiling. Uh, what, like a 5% chance of reaching your ceiling? Let's not even spend time thinking about that or talking about that. Maybe we talk about what their most likely outcome is. And even then, you're talking about a player who just missed competitive baseball for an entire year uh, at a time when everybody else missed competitive baseball for an entire year. I don't know what to think about any of these guys. Let's see how they pitch. You know, spring training is one thing. At least we with Libertor, we have some spring training to go off of. You know, his curveball looks good. The changeup can be good. Uh, the mechanics look still look wonky to me. His fastball velocity is down. He doesn't command it particularly well, but he's still very young. Sometimes he has it. Sometimes he doesn't. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I would love to be able to sit here and be a blowhard even more than I already am and say, what's his ceiling and floor? But uh, all I can say is we're going to have to wait and see and maybe get some indication come June. And I know that that seems far away, but again, we don't want to be too reactionary about the success or failures that any of these prospects have. And two months probably is still being reactionary. 
again, I'm sorry, Roy McAvoy. I know that that's a, a half crock way to answer that question, but the answer to a high ceiling and floor of any of these kids at this point is there's no telling following the 2020 evaporated season. Spaghetti Jones says, let me know when you're breaking out the whiskey. Again, to you, Spaghetti Jones, uh, we have that uh, uh, Four Roses single Four Roses single barrel. To you. Much love, Kyle. Let's have a beer at a ball game soon. Dan, I would love that, bud. Uh, if I, you know, I put on weight, I'm disgusted by it. If I wasn't so insecure about all that, I'd probably be out in public a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, look, Dan, I would, it, it would be my honor to be able to treat you to a baseball game and have some beers with you, bud. Uh, I, I mean that sincerely. Drew Langley says, favorite non-Cardinal TV guy. I'm a big fan of Jason Benintendi. Yeah, sorry, sorry, uh, Drew Langley. I still try to go through all of the questions. Uh, Chap Crap says, are Tyler O'Neill's strongest muscles actually his jaw muscles? Have you seen him chew that gum? Uh, you know, no, his strongest muscle is his groin. Uh, it's that meat log between his legs that hangs about 13 inches long uh, and is about the size of a baby's, like, torso. Uh, that would be the strongest muscle in his body. And then his mind. I don't know why you're counting out his intelligence. I don't appreciate that. Don't objectify him. Uh, and then the third is the jaw muscle. Yeah, absolutely. Rumsfield says, guess your sweet glutes. Get your sweet glutes to Peoria this year. Let's go. Uh, so right now the plan is to be in Peoria for the weekend opener on the 15th. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. I'm still trying to, uh, to arrange some stuff. But, yeah, that's the plan right now to be in Peoria on the 15th, and that'll be the first minor league baseball for me because I probably won't be able to do anything next weekend, uh, and I probably won't be able to get off Tuesday and Wednesday for the openers of either Springfield or Memphis. Uh, hopefully soon, Rumsfield. Tom McCoy says, speaking of matchmaker, can we talk more about John Jan Torres, who is uh, Tom McCoy's prospect that we assigned to him on Prospect Matchmaker? Uh, yeah, John Torres, you guys know him. He's uh, a swift-footed but not super fast uh, right fielder with an appropriate arm who covers a good amount of ground, who has power potential and hitting potential and eye potential and no strikeout but walk potential, uh, who's still young, uh, prospect who has a potential. If there's a prospect who isn't in the top five of the Cardinals organization prospect-wise, who has a potential to be like number one by this time next year, Jan Torres is probably that guy. He's one of the more exciting athletes in the organization that has practical baseball skills attached to his name. You know, we talk about Trey Fletcher, who is a true athlete. Mason Wynn, who, again, I would probably put between Jan Torres and Trajan Fletcher uh, as far as, like, combination of athleticism and baseball skills. Uh, but he, he has prior baseball success along with baseball-driven skill set, along with athleticism, maybe more than any other prospect on the list not named Patrick Romeri. Romeri. And he has more than Romeri. It's just that Romeri would probably be two position player-wise coming to mind. And then, honestly, Brendan Donovan would be three. People underrate the type of athlete that guy is. Uh, let's see. Have some fireball shots from Chap Crap. I do have, I do have fireball. I drink it in teas. I drink it in green teas. Uh, if you guys are looking for a tasty treat, uh, green tea with fireball, little fireball, not a lot, and uh, Bailey's, Irish cream. And you got a nice little tasty little treat there. Uh, but I'm not doing fireball shots. Uh, 
Scary Friar says base ballpark is a beauty though. Yeah, old bush is a beauty for sure. Uh, Matt, hey, Matt the HVAC guy says, just got here, Kyle. You're the man. Uh, welcome, uh, uh, Matt the HVAC guy. Another one of our Northeastern uh, affiliates uh, here for Prospects After Dark. Welcome. Iowanek says, is Libertor your number one prospect right now? No. So uh, had I been doing the Dirty 35, I probably would have done it a little differently. I would have done it by my favorite prospects. And even if I wasn't doing it by my favorite prospects, I wouldn't put Lib one. Uh, I would probably do Zach Thompson. And again, my favorite, I'd probably do Zach Thompson, then Yvonne Herrera. And honestly, I like Jan Torres better than I like Nolan Gorman. But I'd probably still do Nolan Gorman. And then Matthew Libertor and then Jan Torres is probably how I would go. Uh, but then again, I'd do it in my favorites. And then Angel Rondon would be up there. Uh, but look, I'm not I'm not as big on Nolan Gorman as everyone else is. I'm not as big on Matthew Libertor. I still think they're going to be great major leaguers. I just I, I, like they just again. I don't know how to say it without making making it sound like I'm beating them up. I don't mean it that way, or without saying that they aren't top 100 prospects because they are. It's just that like I think I tend to gravitate towards prospects who are closer to their realized potential, and I like Avon Herrera because I know how tough it is to be a major league catcher, and Avon Herrera is going to be a major league catcher. I like Zach Thompson because I know how tough it is to be an effective pitcher at the major league level, and Zach Thompson is going to be an effective pitcher at the major league level. Uh, and I tend to, because I'm not sold on Nolan Gorman, I think he's a worse minor league hitter than Tyler O'Neill was, uh, and I'm not sold on Matthew Libertor. Um, <laughs> Dan, I love you, bud. Um, uh, I'm not sold on Matthew Libertor as the high-level pitching contributor that I am Zach Thompson. Not to say he's not going to be, because, look, both of those guys are at AAA, which means both of those guys are going to make a major league debut and have a chance to be impactful at the major league level. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just I like those guys better in that role. So he's not my number one. He shouldn't be my number one. If I was doing it, removing my own bias, he wouldn't be my number one. And doing it with my bias, he obviously wouldn't be my number one. Rumfield says, says, oh shit, tweet me for sure if you will be there. I will for sure. Look, I've got a, I've got a really great relationship with a lot of regulars at Peoria, uh, Springfield and Memphis and Palm Beach, of course, but specifically Peoria. And I'd love to meet up with a lot of you guys. Uh, Roy McAvoy says a baby's torso. Uh, Chap Crap says, what do you think the number one benefit of the six-game series will be for the minor leagues? Travel, right? Travel, uh, tiredness, maybe uh, better eating habits for the players and prospect. Uh, <laughs> I love you too, VHS. If you're still here, I'm not sure you are. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think it becomes more like a playoff series too, which might make those games more and more interesting for the fans there. You know, the one thing I want to say for sure, if you're still watching Prospects After Dark or if you're listening to Prospects After Dark still uh, on the podcast, is if you are close to one of these minor league communities, please go see minor league baseball. Supporting minor league baseball is so important, not just for those players, not just for later on arguing for their cause to get paid, but for those communities, for those owners, for those clubs, for those workers there. Uh, Go see minor league baseball. They have, you know, they won't be able to be at full capacity, just like major league baseball won't be. But you're talking about a lot of those stadiums only being able to put 2,000 people in there. 
we want to fill those stadiums up. So please go see minor league baseball. Yeah, you won't. You will not be disappointed. You'll get cheap food. You'll get cheap booze. You'll get great entertainment. You'll get to see some of the kids. Uh, I know I'm making special trips for that reason. And uh, you should, too. Pack those stadiums as, as much as you can. Uh, you'll get cheaper beer there than you will at a bar. You'll get cheaper food there than you will at a, at a restaurant. And you'll have a great time. You'll be able to bring the family and really enjoy it. You might have to wear a mask here and there. Uh, but we've been doing it for a year now, so you can do it there and support uh, whatever your local minor league community is. To all of those local minor league communities who are still affiliated, and if you're near one of those communities, those towns that lost their minor league affiliated team to a wooden bat uh, college or high school league, go and support those those leagues too. Remember, just because they're not affiliated doesn't mean they don't need your support. To minor league baseball, uh, to, to minor league baseball, we'll get to pleasantries, the more um, proper pleasantries here in a second. Matt, the HVAC guy, asked me how many games have I been to. I've been to two games this season. Uh, Rumsfield says, ton is hung like a water tower. Yeah, that thing is a monster, man. You could beat that thing around like a pinata and the candy would never break out of it. Rumsfield78 says, if Spencer Torkelson is still in high A at the end of June, West Michigan plays in Peoria. He won't be. There's no way. Now, Detroit doesn't really have a reason to get aggressive with him. Uh, and he still is trying to learn third base. So maybe they won't be. So look at it this way. Like Spencer Torkelson should probably be at the same level at the very least as uh, uh, Nolan Gorman. He's a better hitter than Nolan Gorman is. They're both learning a new position, but it makes sense that Nolan Gorman is higher than him because Nolan Gorman is still going to be a primary third baseman for now as he gets time at short or at second and in the outfield. Uh, so as we get to the end of Prospects After Dark, I want to raise my glass first to the beginning of the minor league baseball season. On Tuesday, we will have minor league baseball to watch and talk about. Next week, whenever we decide to do Prospects After Dark, if we get to do or decide to do Prospects After Dark, um, we'll have minor league baseball results to talk about, and that is very exciting. So uh, go see minor league baseball. Go support those towns and those communities and those teams. Uh, to minor league baseball starting on Tuesday, may the 4th be with you. Uh, we raise our glass. Go support the kids. Go support the towns. To minor league baseball. Matt Stromer says, how do you feel about the new Sunday home helmets? I like them. I do. I, I honestly didn't notice them until people started tweeting. And I think that that says, uh, says uh, that stands good for those helmets. Spaghetti Jones, Spaghetti Jones says, okay, Gwyn Cobber, usual go. Um, so the problem is all three of those guys are dead. So I wouldn't know who to marry or fuck in that particular situation. Uh, if we're talking about who is the best of the three, I'll take Musial. Uh, if we're talking about MFKs, I'm marrying Tony Gwynn. I'm fucking Stan Musial, and I'm killing Ty Cobb. Uh, uh, cheers to everyone. So, again, I also raise my glass to the Bot B family. Check out Conversa Check out all of the podcasts. Chirps is great. Conversations with Saruti. Uh, uh, so, Tara did Chirps with uh, uh, Xavier Scruggs who is part of diversity, um, who has now been hired on with the St. Louis Cardinals in the front office in a diversity capacity, uh, trying to uh, diversity and inclusion uh, into the Cardinals organization and into baseball. Uh, check that out. I haven't listened to it yet. I can't wait. I believe that her and Alex Chris Afuli are going to interview uh, uh, Ben Hockman about his new book, which I haven't ordered yet, but I plan on ordering. 
That looks like a great book about the 2011 World Series. Buy that book. Go to Ben's uh, at Ben Hockman. Go buy that book. Listen to that podcast. Chirps is great. Uh, ben Cerruti does conversations with Cerruti. Uh, they're amazing. You're going to want to subscribe to the Birds on the Black uh, podcast network. That's, again, you will not be disappointed. Uh, and then we're going to do Prospects After Dark, and I might find some time to write about the Miners. You guys know Cardinals Gifts is amazing. I don't even need to really beat it to death because you all know it. We also know that Stu Styles is putting out those amazing game recaps that are mind-blowingly good. Not to beat up C70. I love you, C70. You know that. Uh, but nothing is like what Stu Styles does. So to Stu Styles uh, and Nicholas Childress, I raise my glass. Alex Crisafuli, Terrell Wellman, I raise my glass. Ben Cerruti, Cardinals Gifts, Zach Gifford, I raise my glass. Zach, get back to nerds, brother. Do nerds for us. Uh, to the, all of my birds on the black family, who I'm fortunate enough to be a part of this with, I raise my glass. I love all of you. Ooh. Great to see Pad from Rumsfield. I agree. Matt, the HVAC guy, cheers. Spaghetti Jones, haha, too good. Uh, so we'll end this by saying to all of my Pad people, if you watch this, you're a part of the resistance. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for being here. Again, we'll do this for a little while. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we're paying month by month for StreamYard to stream on multiple platforms. So um, I should probably try to do this as often as possible over the next 30 days to see what kind of a, a, a turnout we get and see if it's worth spending the 20 bucks. Uh, and to all of the pad people, thank you so much. I love all of you. Thank you for being here. And that's it for Prospects After Dark on a Friday night. Uh, April 30th, 2021. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, again, Eric Thomas says, if you were watching this, you were part of the resistance. Uh, it's been a damn pleasure. Uh, one more time, and I know I've said it 45 times in the last 10 minutes, but please go support minor league baseball at those stadiums. Take some trips. They're great trips to take with the family. Uh, and let's support minor league baseball. And, uh, uh, you know, also to the Cardinals front office, uh, they've, They've done some amazing stuff over the last couple of years. And I know that we get pissy. I get pissy. I'm the worst a lot of times. Uh, but I'm thankful to be a part of everything. The, the Twitter community, the BotB community, the Cardinal community. Um, and, and hopefully the Cardinals continue to make headway uh, towards the minor league season and continue to spread this amazing thing in, in the most positive way that is minor league baseball. Uh, so to the Cardinals, the pad people. Bot B people, the Twitter people, I raise my glass. Thank you so much for being here for Prospects After Dark on a Friday night. If you listen to this, you're a part of the resistance. I'm going to hammer this. Cheers. And as always, family, happy hunting. Hopefully we can podcast this because I don't know what the hell I'm doing.